traveling the world searching for equestrians of all breeds. The journey starts now on the International Equine Network. This is Scott Miller from the International Equine Network. Um, we're going to have a potpourri day here. Uh, we're going to kind of go over the, the website, getting ready to uh, do some new things November 1st uh, coming up. Um, can't wait for that. Getting a little bit excited about it. And uh, uh, today, you know, um, uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get um, uh, equestrians from all breeds uh, to our website. And uh, what we're trying to do here, we're trying to help promote, um, you know, the, the equine industry uh, of all breeds. And uh, we're looking for companies uh, like feed companies, transportation companies, uh, you know, we're looking for everybody involved in the equine industry, no matter how little or how big you are. You know, we want to get you here on uh, the International Equine Network. And, for example, today uh, we have auction day two of the October Sport Horse uh, performance sale. Uh, it's going on now live on our on our network, and uh, it's really interesting. Um, it's coming out of Europe. Um, and so we're excited about things like that. Uh, we've got a good partnership with them uh, to broadcast their sales here in the United States, even though we're a small company. Um, you know, we're just trying to um, make it better uh, for the equestrians to get their product out there. And uh, so it's kind of exciting, to, you know, to see these uh, different countries and uh, different breeds uh, doing what they're doing. Um, you know, we got... Uh, Today, we also got the uh, Kentucky uh, October yearling sale at Keeneland. And uh, let me tell you, uh, those sales at Keeneland are going right through the roof. Um, it's just unbelievable how they're doing and what they're doing, you know, at the sales ring. And uh, so we're, we're kind of excited about, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, even though it's a, well, you can view it on many different avenues, um, you know, we're just trying to get, get it up and get it going. Uh, you know, for us here, uh, we have, uh, Keeneland, we got races from Keeneland live today, uh, which is exciting. It's America's day at the races. And, uh, you know, so if you go to our website you can click on enlarge, um, and make the whole, uh, screen, uh, live races from Keeneland. Um, right now they're, uh, uh, getting ready to, uh, run race number two. Um, uh, you're looking at probably, uh, Four minutes to post time there at Keeneland. Um, it's a good race. It's uh, 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 unbelievable, you know, the, what we're doing here. We've kind of hit on something, and now we're trying to um, make it better, um, you know, by going bigger. And uh, that's what we're doing here at uh, International Equine Network. Um, you know, we're hoping to have uh, people call into the shows, tell us about what they're doing, um, you know, what product they have. Uh, what farm they're at, um, uh, on our chuck wagon show, you can call in and give us, uh, the recipe for equestrians. Um, you know, that, that's, uh, a, a popular uh, part of our programming and I uh, let people know what uh, you eat out at, uh, um, you know, the horse shows and the races and everything. And so it's getting kind of, you know, exciting now here at, uh, international equine network. Uh, one of the things that we have on here, we have the 2021 Gold Cup Final uh, uh, from uh, Wellington, Florida. And uh, what I like about this one is, is um, we've got drones flying over the polo match. And um, 
you can see it from, uh, you know, the top view, uh, because the polo fields are fairly large. And, uh, so, you know, uh, uh, it's a good thing to watch, uh, tune in and, and watch the, uh, uh, international polo. Um, one of the things that uh, we got coming up here soon is the Breeders' Crown uh, for the standard bread industry. Uh, you'll be able to see that here on the International Equine Network, and that's this weekend, uh, October 29th and 30th. Um, they have uh, uh, a lot of good horses in there. In fact, uh, uh, from our farm here at um, Sunshine Meadows, we've got 12 entries uh, for the Breeders' Crown Day, and so that that's exciting you know, to see what they're going to be doing, um, you know, how they finish and how they go. And then we also have uh, the Breeders' Cup coming up um, here in, in the United States. Uh, that's coming up a week from this Saturday and Sunday. And so that's a good card there. It's a full field, uh, international field. Uh, it's really, really good. And uh, that's what we're trying to do here at um, Sunshine Meadows uh, is get our um, big horses from the standard bread industry out there um, we've got a, a lot of excellent show horses uh, that have come to visit with us this year, and uh, we're excited because we got a good contingency from France and Europe that, that'll be here with us to ride uh, here in Wellington and, and to ride at the World Equestrian Center in Ocala. Uh, so we're excited about you know about that uh, event that we're having, and that's going to go from uh, the first of November all the way until May. Uh, with shows every weekend, and you can turn in here on um, International Equine Network and watch them. And one of the uh, fun things that we like about here at um, uh, Sunshine Meadows is our show horse people are having a Halloween show. And uh, that's this, uh, Saturday from 10 to 12. And uh, come on out. It's a free uh, event to visit and uh, see um, what they look like. Uh, last year they had a bride and groom. They had Superman. And uh, these horses are really just uh, so interesting to watch because they're uh, they're really not uh, uh, binding what they're doing, <laughs> and, and that's what uh, I like about what we do here is uh, we have a good time. It's all family oriented, and um, you know we hope that you come out and visit with us uh, at Sunshine Meadows in Delray Beach, Florida, and also. Um, but like I said, we have a lot of things going on here. Um, on the International Equine Network. Uh, for example, we'll just start going down the list here. Uh, we have the October uh, Sport Horse uh, Performance Sale that I just told you about. Um, that's uh, that's today. That's a live auction. Uh, you can see uh, how these horses uh, move and how they go. Um, it's a good auction, and it gives a kind of a, a, a consensus of what the horse industry is about. A lot of money is being spent for these horses, and um, some of them were going into the millions. And, uh, you know, it's just unbelievable how the economy has snapped back from uh, the pandemic. Um, it's a full-blown uh, uh, horse racing, uh, horse showing, you name it. Uh, they got it, and it's going on. And that's what we're trying to uh, get people to understand, that the horse industry is a part of our economy. It's a part of the economy uh uh, all around the world. Uh, in Europe, for example, just about every uh, farm you see in Europe um, has uh, family-oriented. Uh, um, you know, they started the farm years ago, and they're still operating them. And, so, and it's pretty much like that here in the United States. 
just about everybody that's in the horse business grew up in the horse business. And that's what we're trying to get uh, across to, uh, you know, our, our listeners is, uh, give us a call and let us know what you, uh, um, you know, what you're doing with your equine industry, uh, uh, place. Uh, just to let us know. Uh, for example, I'll give you a, a good thing on, on our website is uh, we have a company called West River uh, Ranch Resort. Uh, it's in uh, here in Florida, and uh, it's unbelievable. They have rodeos, uh, you name it, they've got it. And uh, you can go camping, you can travel uh, uh, to all the different things that they have there. And, it, and it's just really, you know, unique, a unique uh, thing that they're doing. And um, you don't see uh, these kind of places too often. Uh, you know, so that's uh, what we're trying to tell people that they may be crowded call in advance uh, to the uh, uh, different facilities that you see on our website. Um, you can link right to them and go to them, and it's really, uh, really, really pretty good. Um, that West River Ranch I like because they have a little bit of everything. Um, they've got uh, trails to ride. Um, they've got camping. Uh, they've got cattle. Um, you name it, they have it there. It's just amazing facilities that they have. Uh, they got big buffalo there um, that you can go and see. They got all kinds of animals uh, that they have. Uh, you can go up, get in close uh, to them, uh, actually pet them, feed them, you know, treats and everything. Um, they've got emus there. Uh, I don't know if many people in the horse business have seen emus, but they're there. They got long, um, longhorn cattle. Uh, there they got the buffalo. They have uh, rodeos on Saturday nights. Um, you know, it's just amazing uh, to go out and see, uh, you know, the rodeo and get up close with the horses. And um, I'm telling you, it's something to see. Um, it's just a, a great place uh, to watch the rodeo, um, go fishing, go camping. And then they've got the, the big uh, hotels that they have there, um, you know, uh, they got the uh, River Ranch Saloon, um, which is uh, nice. They got live music there. And, um, you know, I just can't emphasize enough to go out and learn how to dance uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and participate. Um, that's the way you can physically uh, participate instead of being just a, like when you go to the uh, racetrack and you're just a, 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 you know, a spectator. Here at River Ranch, uh, they've got... Uh, uh, you name it, they've got it there. Uh, they've got that rodeo arena, horseback riding, petting zoo, rail cars. Uh, they got even got a post office there. Um, it's, it's a great facility uh, to go to. Uh, their general store has a little bit of everything, and you can get a lot of good souvenirs in there. What I like the most there is they got good ice cream, and uh, and I really get into that. <laughs> and uh, that's why I gained so much weight here. Recently, but uh, you know we have that. Uh, we have um, our Camping World 2021. It's RV across the United States, and uh, right now uh, they're telling you uh, on our, our program there they're telling you how to uh, uh, buy an RV, what to look for. And the great thing about uh, Camping World and, and the people that we're sending to, um, they'll teach you about the RV. Teach you, you know, how to back up, how to drive, how to work the cameras, uh, how to change the butane over to uh, electric. Uh, you know, it's it's really a, a good a good segment on there, 
and it gives you an interest um, in camping. And even if you don't like camping, it's something new to see uh, uh, all these uh, million-dollar RVs and, and you can get down to the $10,000 RVs. You know, so it's it's a good project to you know to look at that we're doing, uh, you know, here uh, at IEN. Um, going back to the chuck wagon aspect of it, um, you know, I really do like that because what they do is it's a hands-on, step-by-step um, video of uh, how to, uh, uh, well, for example, how to make a breakfast for your slow cooker, and uh, that's important to you know the horseman. Because they can get up right in the morning, um, get dressed, get ready for uh, to go out for training or for their event, and their breakfast is already cooked. It's hot, ready to go, and um, so th- those are the kind of things that we're trying to get here, um, you know, on IEM about all the different disciplines and uh, you know all the different things that we're doing. Uh, you know, we have rodeo events on Quarter Time Live, uh, which is really good. Um, we have uh, all kinds of different things that we're doing here. Um, for example, like uh, we've chose uh, domestic and international banking uh, from Bank America. Um, they're pretty good, and uh, you know, there's always a Bank America somewhere where you're at. Um, then we have uh, our uh, Weather Channel um, here that uh, we've linked up with Weather Channel, and uh, you can go into anywhere in the world on Weather Channel and find out what the conditions are going to be like uh, from uh, uh, here to, uh, uh, you know, wherever you're going to. And, and that's one of the things that um, we're, we're doing, again, and I must reiterate, is that we're trying to supply the horsemen with any and everything they need in, in their business. So they can get on their computer at the races or at the shows or at the sales and uh, they can come to IEN and find out what all they need to know about everything that you, that we're doing here. Um, so that that's uh, you know uh, an exciting uh, aspect of what we do here. Um, but now uh, we're in need of uh, uh, participants on on IEN. Um, and what I mean by that is we need to have people call us and tell us you know exactly what's going on with their equine endeavor. And uh, we're getting starting to get excited about a lot of different things that uh, we're having here. Uh, uh, one of the things uh, that tags along with our uh, uh, chuck wagon show and, and the cooking is a company called uh, Chip.com. And uh, they ship groceries and uh, they ship uh, uh, things from uh, uh, office supply companies, uh, all different kinds. Every area has a different um uh, area uh, of uh, services that they provide for ship. And what I like about it is you can drive it right to your barn, right to your farm, right to your house, right to your hotel. They'll take you right there. And um, anybody that calls in this week uh, or next week, uh, we will give them a free year's membership to um, ship.com. And, uh, you know, it's great. you know, the questions, uh, your time is important. You need to shop. You have your shopping delivered to your home, your barn, your showgrounds. Uh, go to www.shipshipt.com, and uh, you can place your order uh, there. And they usually deliver between an hour and two hours. Uh, they're really good about it uh, when they uh, deliver. And then uh, 
one of the most important things that uh, I, I've got to, uh, you know, tell the horse industry about and all of our uh, listeners and, you know, anybody that um, might want to need uh, on our website is we have MapQuest. And what I like about it, MapQuest will take you anywhere in the world and uh, they'll provide you with the right directions. And most importantly on there, uh, you can find out if uh, those roads are truck accessible. Uh, I've traveled thousands of miles over the years um, in the business, and you don't know how many times that I've gone into um, go to a farm and I get into a uh, uh, highway, interstate, or, you know, local access, and, um, and all of a sudden there's a bridge there that I can't cross. Um, you know, there's an accident somewhere I can't go. And that's what I like about MapQuest. It tells you all those things that you need to know when you're traveling with your horses across the country and, you know, to the shows. And, and uh, let's do local, uh, national, and international, uh, uh, you know, uh, services. Um, and then um, one of the things that uh, we like to do along with our uh, RV um, show uh, on, on there, uh, there's a company called Equestrian RV. It's the Good Sam Club. And what I like about it is... Um, if you join up with the Good Sam Club, um, it's uh, we'll give you everything you need uh, about showgrounds, camping grounds, um, service uh, uh, capabilities. Uh, they name everything. If you run out of gas, they can tell you where you can get the gas closest to your location. Um, if you need a hotel, they'll tell you. Um, you know, the, if you need a repair, they'll tell you, and they'll get you in the right direction. So, uh, you know, that's another thing here. You know that we have to help the equestrians in our industry. Um, we have uh, equine insurance uh, on our uh, website. Uh, if you need to insure your horse, which uh, it's a good thing to do, um, you know you can go there and you can go to uh, uh, www.kcastle.com, uh, one of the best insurance companies uh, in the equine industry. And uh, just tell Kay you heard about it on uh, IEN. And uh, they will uh, uh, work with you and get you in the right direction and cover you from everything from uh, from uh, farm insurance to uh, uh, you name it, car insurance, truck insurance, trailer insurance, horse insurance. Uh, you know they they have it all there. Liability, workman's comp. Uh, they they carry it all, and they're a good company to work with. And that's why we like having them on our website. And then we go to. Um, uh, horse transportation, and uh, this is boy, oh boy. Let me tell you, I did this for 20 years, and I've logged over a million miles in the air and over a million miles in, on the ground, and uh, I've seen it and been there and done that. And the company that I like the best is Creech Horse Transportation. Um, yeah, if you're buying at the sale and uh, want to uh, ship or ship to the sale, uh, you need to uh, uh, go to Creech. Uh, Horse transportation. Um, they cover show horses. They cover all the industry and everything. And it's uh, Um They're really good at it. They've got professionals um, that know what to do with your horses, and uh, and they're very, very good, very good company. And then speaking of ground transportation, now we go to air transportation. 
Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, horses are transported all over the world um, in this country. In this country, and uh, like coming to the Breeders' Cup or to the Kentucky Derby, uh, you know they uh, uh, need horse transportation. And how do they get it? Uh, they get it through Tim Duda uh, Corporation. Um, if you go to www.timduda.com, they'll, they'll explain everything to you. They got a great service. Uh, there, they'll tell you uh, where your horse is at. They track your horse and tell you, uh, you know, via phone or internet that your horse has arrived at its destination. And, and they're really a great company to be with. And uh, so I'm excited to be around them. And then, um, uh, having said all that, uh, we go to how how do we feed the horses? Um, you know, we're trying to feed these horses every which way, shape, or form that we can do it. And um, you know, it's really tough to do it because uh, you go to a local area and you find out, you know, where in the heck is a, you know, a feed company here? Do I buy it at the showgrounds, which costs a lot of money, and um, or do I buy it from a, a dealer? And um, if you buy it from a dealer, uh, we suggest that you go to hallwayfeeds.com. It's www.hallwayfeeds.com. And um, they they have a lot of great uh, uh, videos that they have on the uh, 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 website. Uh, how how to feed your horse, when to feed your horse. Uh, you know, they they tell you a little bit of everything, and so that's what uh, uh, we're trying to do here. And, and really, even if you're not in the horse business, um, you know, you go to Hallway Feeds and look at their videos on our website that we have, and you find out just exactly who they are and where they're at. And so that's what, uh, you know, uh, I like about our website is we give you the directions to everywhere you need to go. And then, um, of course, no company can run without Walmart. I say Walmart, as Joe Biden would say. Um, you got to have Walmart. Uh, they're literally in every location in the country. Uh, where you go to, you know, do the horses or, you know, um, uh, go to the sales or whatever. And they literally have everything that you need, you know, and that's what I like about it, uh, Walmart. Uh, you know, they're everywhere. They're good. They're real professional. And um, like I said, if you need a pair of jeans or a shirt or a jacket or a hammer or tools or whatever, go to Walmart. You know, they have it there, and they can fix you right up uh, there with them. And then uh, one of the uh, my favorite things is is um, living here in the state of Florida. If you go to www.visitflorida.com, they tell you all about Florida. And a lot of times when you get to an area, like say for Ocala area, um, you get to uh, Ocala to the sales or to uh, the, the baby races or. You know, just uh, whatever, you know, you go to Ocala for. Um, you click on to uh, floridafresh.com, and uh, it takes you right to their uh, site. And what I like about it is is they tell you what all's around there, um, the amusement parks, uh, restaurants, hotels, um, car rentals, uh, you name it, uh, they have it there. And uh, that's what I like. It's www.visitflorida.com. Uh, very good, good uh, little uh, um, videos that they have there. And then uh, 
uh, one of the things that I like and that we're doing every every week here in Florida um, is uh, on our website is we've got a, a lot of good things, you know, that are there. We have the business of the week, the farm of the week, equestrian of the week. And um, so we all try to get there and get them, uh, you know, all, all ready to go and, and um, you know, make it entertaining for you. You don't have to be a horseman to watch it. And, um, uh, you know, it's really good uh, about what we do here. Uh, we try to provide a variety of things and opportunities, you know, for our um, uh, people. And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about now today for sure is um, we're putting together uh, Last Call. Uh, Last Call is a segment on our program that talks about all the horses and uh, and uh, that are in the sales and where the sales are at and everything. And so I really like that. And so what we're going to start doing now is on IEN, we are going to start auctioning off horses live. We're going to do that live of all breeds. We don't care how many you have. Uh, we don't count, uh, care uh, where you're at. We don't care what breed it is. We want to help you sell your horses. And if you give us a call, I'll be glad to explain it to you. It's an Internet auction, so you don't have to go to a sale facility. You can actually sell the horse from your farm. And uh, whether you're small or big, you can still sell your horse on live on an Internet auction. And it's uh, kind of an eBay-style auction. Um, but we've had uh, some success with it last year uh, with the standard breads. And so what we want to do uh, this year is get everybody involved in our sales. And there's no charge for it, for it either on our sales. It's a free uh, uh, service that we provide. And uh, the way we pay for uh, our production and, and the things that we do, uh, we have advertisers and we have sponsors. And so uh, we would like to have you call us. Give us uh, your name and the farm and the breed of horses you have. And if you want to sell them, we don't care whether it's one or a hundred. Uh, we'll be glad to do it. And uh, what we do with that, snail uh, is um, we uh, hopefully you have videos of your horse during its uh, discipline or, you know, racing or, you know, whatever video you might have. And what we do is we run the sale for a week. Uh, we post the horses on our website. And then um, at the end of the week, uh, you know, at a certain time on the day, we'll close the auction and uh, we'll announce who bought the auction and who bought the horse and, uh, uh, you know, who who uh, is going to uh, be uh, receiving that horse. And it's just a good thing. It's called uh, Last Call, and it's a live Internet auction that, that we have. And we're ready to start as of today. Uh, today, if you call me, uh, we'll get you up and running for your auction and explain to you, uh, you know, just exactly what it is. And remember, you don't have to ship to the sales. You don't have to stable at the sales. You can do it right from your own farm. And that's last call on IENTV.org that, that we have. Now we're getting to the, the exciting part of my rambling on today. Um, it's called How They Get There in the 2022 Kentucky Derby. And um, like we said before in past shows, uh, it all starts with the owner. Um, the owner has to um, decide, you know, what he's going to buy, how much he's going to spend, uh, you know, what state it's bred in, uh, 
you know, and so he's got to decide that. And once he decides, he, he gets a little game plan going, uh, you know, of how much he's going to spend. And then the next thing that he has to do is um, meet his trainer. Uh, he's got to go to his trainer and say, uh, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, this is the type of horse I want, the bloodline I want. And, uh, you know, we've got several uh, of our uh, things in the um, sales coming up, uh, you know, that uh, we would like to see happen. Uh, some nice bred horses, um, you know, see where they're at, how they're standing, how they look, their feet, you know, and get all the information on them. And so once the, the, the owner and the trainer collaborate on it, then the next thing they have to worry about is uh, training the horse and getting him on a schedule to the Kentucky Derby. And usually by November 1st um, at, at, the, uh, 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 at the races, uh, the two-year-old races start, uh, start uh, running here in America. And um, it's really interesting to see where they go and where they show up at and, you know, who's the front runners and, and you know, that type of thing. And also, um, they start planning out their, their program to get them to uh, the Derby, whether it's run, running in Louisiana, uh, Arkansas, California, New Mexico, Florida, uh, Kentucky, New York, Pennsylvania. Um, there, there's a lot of races out there to prep these horses. And the reason I quoted so many uh, places to run is the fact that the owner and the trainer have to sit down and cherry pick their races. And what I mean by that is they got to find out how they can bring the horse along. Uh, a lot of trainers will go to uh, a, a track uh, and get into uh, a nice um, main special weight and, um, you know, hopefully he wins and then he can move him on. And I'm not saying against anything against any other trackers, but it doesn't matter what track they come from. Uh, you know, you got to start somewhere and you got to start that road and you got to start getting them experience to get to the Kentucky Derby. And hopefully you can uh, catch a bunch of short fields that have five or six horses, you know, in it and getting a little experience coming out of the gate and, you know, and racing and getting, you know, getting to that finish line first. And then you take it up another notch and you start looking at uh, uh, allowance races, a lot of good allowance races to, you know, to bring a horse along uh, after he breaks his maiden. Uh, um, it gives him a little more experience, uh, pits him against a, a few more uh, uh, experienced horses, um, you know, and, and it's, a, it's a hard process. And then after you go through the allowance races, um, you get up to the uh, stake races, and um, you start really thinking about whether you go to um, New Orleans to the fairgrounds for the uh, uh, Louisiana Derby, or you go to Hot Springs, Arkansas for the Arkansas Derby. And uh, usually, all the tracks that they have um, on the road to the Kentucky Derby have uh, prep races for, like, say, for example, uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Florida here. For the Florida Derby, um, they have the uh, swale stake. Uh, they have the um, uh, Fountain of Youth stake, and that's pretty much a good prep race for uh, you know for the Florida Derby. A lot of Florida Derby horses to come out uh, to go to the Churchill and win in the first Saturday in May. You know, so that's that's what the trainer and and the owner have to think about. They plan out that map, and the other thing is 
is if something happens, if your horse uh, yeah, gets a little injury or has to come out of training for, you know, a week or two, uh, you know, you got to have an alternative plan where to go and how to get there, you know, to get those derby points uh, for the derby in 2022. And so there's a lot, a lot to that. And um, then the other thing, um, you know, that the owners and trainers collaborate on is the blacksmith. Um, you got to have a good blacksmith to, in order to be, uh, you know, at um, uh, Churchill Downs on the first Saturday in May. And that's a lot of work, too. And if you go to our website, um, we've got Steve Norman on there. It's called The, the Hoof, Inside and Out. And it, it talks about, uh, he talks about the horse's feet, uh, what they have to do, how they get their shoes, and the whole nine yards. Um, you know, they tell you about it. And so, um, you know, that, that's another aspect that the owner and the trainer have to go through. And then um, they go, um, a lot of um, owners and trainers go to the sales to select the horse they want for, you know, for that year, for 2022. And there's a lot of good uh, horse sales around the Fazic Tipton. Uh, we have um, the Black Book, uh, which is for standard breads. Uh, we have um, a, a November sale coming up um, in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, at the Fazic Tempton Arena. It's Tuesday, November 9th. Um, it's, uh, it two, starts at 2 p.m. It's going to be a long sale because, uh, uh, you know, it'll, it'll take most of the afternoon and evening, you know, to see it. They got like 260 horses, you know, in, in the sale. And what I like about it is you don't have to be a horseman to go to it. If you want some good family entertainment and take the kids out, and get some good food and and see a lot of the trainers that you see, like uh, Todd Pletcher, D. Wayne Lucas, Bob Bafford. Um, you see all these big-time trainers there, you know, at the sales that, that you can get up close and personal with, you know, go shake their hand and, and uh, visit with them for a little bit. Uh, you know, that's that's always good. And you never, you never do know. You might end up buying a horse in there. And uh, what I like about it is when you come in, to the sales facilities, uh, they have a lot of the catalogs there, the, the horses that are in the sale, and they're all free. And you can look through them and, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, take a shot at, uh, you know, picking what to go for. We go for $1,000 or a $1 million. And then that's always fun. That's a good family thing to do. Uh, you know, there you get the kids out to see the horses. You can walk around the barns and see them in their stalls and, you can walk around and see them in the walking ring before they go into the sale ring. And, um, and you know, it's a fantastic time, you know, to go to the sale. And then uh, the uh, uh, next thing uh, that we have on here, uh, we've pretty much cleared that all up. Uh, equine transportation uh, is one that I skipped over. Uh, we've got a good little documentary on um, equine transportation uh, on there now. And, and you know, it's funny. People don't realize it, but these horses travel in 18-wheeler trucks. Uh, they go up and down, uh, you know, the highway. And you know, I'm sure you pass them on the road. And they're show horses, derby horses, regular horses, you name it, and they're there. And so that's one of the things that we try to do, um, you know, here is uh, talk about how the horses get there and everything. And then um, after the owners and trainers and Everybody has uh, assessed, the, you know, the ability of the horse and gone over their race record and, 
you know, how they've done and can they get uh, the mile and a quarter uh, if they run in the Derby is a tough race because it's exactly between a distance, a distance race and a sprint. Um, you have uh, five and a half furlongs, four and a half furlongs. Uh, you go to six furlongs, seven furlongs, mile and an eighth, mile and sixteenth, uh, mile and a quarter, mile and a half, mile and three quarters, mile and three eighths. There's all kinds of uh, races that you know that you prep your horse for. And uh, one of the things that um, uh, I'd like to tell you about my experience in the Kentucky Derby is back in the early '90s. Um, I worked for a trainer called Shugma Gehi. Um, he's one of the best old school trainers in the business and wins a lot of races. Uh, he's got a great staff and he's a good person to work for. Uh, he really cares about his people and his horses and his family. And so uh, uh, we were sitting around the barn one day talking about we had a horse that we thought would be good enough for the Kentucky Derby. Uh, he was uh, uh, named Paulus. And it's P-A-U-L-R-U-S. And um, he's a great horse. And um, I worked with him every day. And I got excited about his ability and the things that he was getting ready to do. And uh, they always kid me about, hey, Scott, is that your derby horse? And I said, sure is, buddy. I said, I'll see you the first Saturday in May at Churchill Downs. And so I'm taking all the kidding and all the ribbon over over the year. It came down to the point to make the decision to run in the Derby. And it was in April, early April, and uh, late March. Everybody got together, and they couldn't really figure out, you know, whether to run him or not. They said he probably would need one more race to be fit enough to run in the Derby. So I'm sitting there, and I'm going over the condition books uh, that each track puts out. And uh, at the time, it was called Dueling Grounds in, in Kentucky. They had a mile-and-a-half horse race for three-year-olds and up. So he was running against experienced horses, some European horses. So it was almost an insurmountable race for him to run in. But long story short, the owner, uh, Warner Jones, and the trainer, uh, Steve Penrod and Shug McGahee, decided to run him in the dueling grounds race. So we go down to dueling grounds, and we're all excited and everything, and it's a tough field. And so I tell Mr. Jones and Mrs. Jones, I said, we're going to win this race. I said, then we're on to the derby. So <laughs> they get them, and it's, and it's not starting from a, a gate like you do in the derby and all the horse races here in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, freestanding like they do in Europe, and they walk them around, walk them around, and then they line them up, and then they – they um, start the race. Next thing you know, we look in there, Paulus is buried in the pack. You know, we figured he's in a bunch of inexperienced horses. He's inexperienced, and, you know, what in the heck are we going to do, you know, with him? All of a sudden, they hit the head of the stretch, and they got a little bit over a quarter mile to go. He starts to draw away from the field. He's on the lead. And I'm so excited. I and the owners are excited. We just could not believe it. He wins the race. And it was so exciting, you know. And now we're thinking, you know, he, we know we, he could go a mile and a half. And so we're thinking Belmont and then the mile and a quarter for the Derby. 
And so um, we got all excited. Uh, we ran in the Kentucky Derby with him. We finished uh, fifth, I believe it was. And um, he got an injury in the Derby. And uh, so um, we laid him off and got him back ready to run. And he had a good season, made $100,000. And then um, the most exciting part is we found out that he bobbed his head a lot. And bobbing his head uh, like he was doing, we had an old-timer tell us that he'd be good over the over the jumps, over the hurdles. So he got his second career on the hurdles, and he made close to $100,000 there. So he's a very talented, versatile horse. And uh, it was interesting because he was an Indiana bred, not a Kentucky bred, not a Florida bred or New York. He was Indiana bred. He was out of a stallion called Golden Act, and the dam was um, uh, Mia. And, um, uh, you know, uh, it, it was exciting to do it. And that's the whole part of what we do here in the business, whether you're showing horses, uh, whether you're standard breads or going to the sales. It's that journey that gets you there. And that, that's why we named this segment How You Get, How They Get There, the 2020 uh, Kentucky Derby, 22 Kentucky Derby. So we're excited about things like that, and we want to do that for all the all the people. Uh, we would like to have a person that, that um, you know, would call us up and, and have maybe only have one horse, and they're, they're talking about, you know, going to the Olympics with it. Um, you know, we like to document things like that on how they get there. Um, you know, for all breeds, uh, whether it's a, uh, one of the exciting parts that we're going to have here soon is going to be uh, about the breeding industry. And uh, the breeding industry is, is really coming around uh, now here in the States and, and throughout Europe. And what we want to do is uh, follow um, the mare from the time she gets in fold to the time the baby's born until the uh, uh, time they go to the sales. Or go to the races. So, uh, you know, that's what we're looking to do. As a matter of fact, uh, records uh, continue to fall at the Fasic uh, Tipton October sale. It had been 22 years uh, since the Fasic Tipton October yearling sale saw uh, Pure Charm, Stoke, Stormcat, Philly um, bring record prices $925,000. Um, that, that, that was a uh, broken in October 27th. And also, uh, you know, the, the whole long and short of it is is the business has has everything that it needs to have, um, you know, and what, what we're doing in the industry. Uh, the horses are selling good. The horses are racing good. More money. Um, you know, they're give, um, giving more money to the racetracks for loose money. Uh, it was just a little bit of everything, you know, here. Uh, and then uh, Churchill Downs had a strong quarter last year. Uh, the strong quarter uh, term mutual wagering on horse racing, as well as improved revenues from sports wagering helped by Churchill Downs Incorporated, transpires uh, to a strong third quarter as the company reported a positive financials on October 27th. Uh, for the third quarter of 2021, CDI reported $156.1 million in adjusted earnings, up 28% compared to the third quarter in 2020. That improvement was driven by a record third quarter net revenue for the company of $393 million compared to $337 million 
and of the third quarter of 2022. So these numbers are especially strong for CDI when you consider that the Kentucky Derby presented by Woodford Reserve was uh, contested in the third quarter of 2020 uh, year. As it moved to the first Saturday of September, because of the COVID, the Kentucky Derby was moved in the COVID pandemic. This year's Derby returned to its usual second quarter slot, and that was part of the cause for the improvement that they had there. The Derby in the third quarter of 2020, its third quarter reports from CDA opted to compare Twin Spires horse racing and up to the third quarter of 2019 rather than last year, which uh, it reported $113.2 million that was, um, was produced there. And um, um, the increase in handle was up 30.7%. CDI attributed the increase to the shift in wagering from brick-and-mortar locations to online wagering. And that's why we're telling you about uh, International Equine Network. You can go to the different racetracks. You can uh, go online. You can bet there, um, you know, with them. And that's why the Internet's so important now because it makes it more convenient for the equestrian to um, observe and keep tabs on the industry. Uh, they sit down at the uh, computer in the morning, and they go to whatever discipline they're in, and they find out what's going on. And same thing with the thoroughbreds. And, and the brick-and-mortar uh, situation was was what we had before the, uh, uh, you know, the last few years. Now we've got wagering sites, we've got IEN, we got all kinds of places that you can get links to to go to. And uh, so that that was uh, interesting. Up 30.7 percent from the brick-and-mortar border to uh, the internet. And it says uh, Twinspire saw net revenue from horse racing increase. $30.6 million in the third quarter of 2021. With the same quarter in 2019, adjusted earnings were up 56%. It says, while the comp- uh, comparison is significantly impacted by the timing of the derby, CDI reported adjusted earnings of $20.7 million for Twin Spires in the third quarter of 2021, compared to $32.6 million for the last uh, year's third quarter. So, you know, it was a great thing, uh, you know, to me, you know, that at Churchill, they're kind of the barometer of how the horse industry is going to go for the year. And everybody's stepping up with the better websites, uh, you know, where to bet. Um, You know, they're trying to make it more entertaining and make it like a television program. And hopefully that's what we can do here in... um, 2021, 1st of November, and first week in November, I'd get some video up for you of me, of all people, me, I'm going to come out of hiding after over a year of doing these podcasts, and you'll see what I look like, and you'll understand why radio fits me better than TV. So, um, and we're going to have uh, some guest hosts on this programming. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a lot of different uh, uh, reports from uh uh, companies and uh, different farms, and uh, we'll do the, do the whole nine yards with them, and then we'll do the live streaming and, and you know things of that nature. And so um, that, that's kind of where we're at here. Uh, the show horse industry is bigger. Uh, 
the World Equestrian Center in uh, Ocala, Florida. Uh, they're doing very well. Uh, in Ocala, in the wintertime, they have over 10,000 horses come there to show in the wintertime. And what I like about it is they've got so many shows around Ocala that um, if you're a family person or just a single individual uh, that uh, wants to go, uh, you can go to all these shows, and, and 90, 95% of them are free. Uh, and, and that's that's the good thing. Uh, they're all free. Uh, they're good to go. Um, you know, so, um, you know, get out there. Call us. Let us know what's going on. And, and tell us what we do, you know, to get you in the right direction or get you involved into the horse business. Um, one of the things that I, I would like to see is somebody call in and uh, to start a 4-H uh, horse program up. Uh, just about every county and every city has, you know, one, two, three, or four um, show horse facilities uh, that have 4-H. And what I like about 4-H is they teach all kinds of uh, skills, um, disciplines, every discipline in the book. Um, the kids come out, they learn how to take care of horses, they learn responsibility, um, they learn to show up on time, uh, they learn to do a lot of things. And um, that's what I like about 4-H. But uh, they're in desperate need right now of farms or people to start a 4-H. And, um, you know, this is a time of year to do it because the holidays are coming up. And at 4-H, they uh, they do a lot of things that are horse-oriented uh, towards the holidays. And uh, like, the, like, for example, uh, this Saturday, uh, again, you know, like I said before, we've got the Halloween spectacular here at Sunshine Meadows. Um, it's uh, from 10 to 12. It's free to come to. And um, we'll have probably 30 or 40 horses that are all dressed up for Halloween. Um, we had Abraham Lincoln one year. Uh, we had a bride and groom. Um, we had, a, you name it, these kids really do their horses up good. And it just goes to show you how much they love their horses but the way they, you know, they treat them and they bring them into the show arena. And also, there's so much that we have here at IEN, you know, that we're trying to get out. Uh, we're trying to get out live racing. We're trying to get out live sales. We're trying to get out uh, live, you know, horse shows. So, uh, I tell you, we, we got uh, one uh, product that we have uh, on there. It's about Farm of the Week. And um, if you go to Farm of the Week, we usually have a 20 or 30 minute, um, you know, uh, video of the Farm of the Week and everything. So um, we're trying to get all that updated. Um, I've been uh, pretty sick over the last nine months um, uh, battling cancer. And I get my last um, chemo uh, on uh, Thursday of, or Tuesday of next week. And then they're going to evaluate where I stand and and hopefully it'll keep going so we can keep this show going and try to make it a success in what we're doing. So uh, be sure to call in and let us know what's going on with your farm. Um, if you need directions to a farm, if you need whatever, call in because we got pretty good uh, you know, people here to answer the phone to, uh, you know, give you that information and everything. So International Equine Network is growing. Uh, we need to grow, get bigger and better, uh, get some TV and uh, radio host in here, get me off the air, and uh, get a, get us going. 
you know, so uh, that, that's what I'm excited about because I see the future, and the future, you know, tells me that uh, we're on the right track doing what we need to do, you know, in order to, um, uh, you know, promote the equestrian uh, industry, uh, you know, here in the States and around the world, you know. So uh, next week I'm going to try to have um, some uh, live horse shows from Europe um, on the site. And unfortunately, uh, when we you go to the international, um, videos and programming, uh, we're looking at early in the morning. We're talking about four or five o'clock in the morning that we start. But the great thing about what we do here is what we do post, uh, from Europe, uh, you know, and, and Asia, uh, you click onto it. It may not be live at that time, but it was live early that morning. So you're not missing anything. It's just the fact that it's not live, you know, and uh, so that that's what we're doing there. And uh, we hope, well, I say Anda a lot. So I'm going to name a horse Anda. And uh, so I've been getting all excited about the Derby season, about the Breeders' Cup, the Breeders' Crown, uh, the horse show starting in Wellington and the World Equestrian Center um, here in Florida. Um, I'm just excited about all of it, too. And don't forget, folks, uh, tune in uh, this weekend to see the, the, the Trotters and the Pacers and the 2021 20, uh, Breeders' Crown races. And also a week from Saturday, which we'll talk next week a lot about the Breeders' Cup, uh, will be the 2021 Breeders' Cup in Del Mar, Florida. And uh, we have horses coming from all over the world uh, to race, and it's going to be a lot of money being given away. A lot of parties, a lot of good things that uh, you know you can do, and you know most of all, enjoy the enjoy the race day. Have a barbecue at your house and enjoy the race day. Invite some friends over. Enjoy the race day. It's all free on IENTV.org. So this is Scott Miller, and I'm trying to get like an old Harvey Pack exit. You know, get one of them um, uh, Hall of Famers exit, but I don't have one yet. So what I'm saying is today, thanks for tuning in. Enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the hour. I rambled a lot. It's all over the place, but that's just me. Guys, questions of all breeds, all ages, all countries, have a great weekend and tune in to IENTV.org and BBS Radio next Thursday at 1 o'clock.